BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. I mean, seriously, you don't think that LeBron James is going to quit, right? Like, retire? Really? Everybody was talking about it. Uh, He will consider retirement this offseason after scoring 40 and playing like the entire game against the Nuggets and losing 113-111 and getting swept and having his last second floater to try to force overtime blocked at the buzzer, he had a presser and said, quote, going forward with the game of basketball, I've got a lot to think about, end quote. And then uh, they asked him about a little more uh, they said, when you say you got to think about stuff, what thread should we p- be pulling on that? Like he said, if I want to continue to play, as in next year, yeah, you would walk away. I got to think about it. Uh, James wrapped up uh, the season. It's over. He played in all 17 of their postseason games, including the play and win over the T-Wolves. He had a right foot injury the whole time. He heard a pop when he injured his foot against Dallas in late February. He dealt with doctors uh, and la-di-da. They asked him if surgery would be an option this summer. He said, I'm going to get an MRI on it, see how the tendon either healed or did not heal, and go from there. We'll see what happens. He said he admitted that like his performance was affected by the foot injury after he returned. He said he didn't consider shutting it down, uh, as was the case in 21-22 when he missed the final five games because of an ankle. And in 18-19 when he was absent for the last six games because of a groin uh, that hadn't healed. This time he said, I knew I could get to the finish line. Obviously, I knew I had to deal with it and deal with the pain or deal with not being able to be myself before the injury. But there was nothing that made me feel like I couldn't get to the finish line. He was incredible in the game four loss to the Nuggets. Denver going to the finals for the first time in their 47 years. How about LeBron, though? 31 in the first half on 11 of 13 shooting. And he played in his... 282nd playoff game of his career. He finished with 40, nearly twice as many as uh, AD, who had 21. And the last shot of the game, after Murray had his hands on the ball and kind of 
almost tied him up and got a jump ball called. Instead, they let it play out, and Aaron Gordon uh, got a piece of that shot. He blocked it a little bit, got his hand on it, and that was all she wrote. Lakers were finished. He has one year left on his contract with L.A., worth $46.7 million for next year, and a player option for the following season worth $50.4 million. He said a million times his goal is to play uh, in the league with his oldest son, Bronny, before he retires. When he was going after Kareem's all-time scoring record in February, uh, somebody asked him what's left for him to accomplish after passing Kareem. He said, quote, I got to play with my boy, end quote. But when Bronny declared that he was going to play at USC, LeBron said, quote, I've done what I've had to do in this league, and my son is going to take his journey. And whatever his journey, however his journey lays out, he's going to do what's best for him. And as his dad and his mom, Savannah, and his brother and sister, we're going to support him in whatever he decides to do. So just because that's my aspiration or my goal doesn't mean that it's his. And I'm absolutely okay with that. So anyway, uh, Jokic uh, is insane. He had 30 points, 14 rebounds, and 13 dimes in the two-point win over the Lakers. And the Nuggets advanced the finals, as I said, for the first time in their history. Jamal Murray had 25 for the top-seeded Nuggets. They were down 15 at the half after, as I said, LeBron cooked them for 31 in the first half. Murray said, it's incredible. It's a lot of fun. It's surreal. We're going to keep making history. That's the thing. We're going to keep that mindset. Jokic got his eighth triple-double of the playoffs by the third quarter, and he broke Wilt Chamberlain's record that stood since 1967 for most triple-doubles in a single postseason. The guy is a freak. Jokic didn't leave the floor for the final 33 minutes of game four, and he was playing with five fouls. When they needed a huge basket, he banged past Davis for the game's final points on a layup with about 50 seconds left. He just went full body and drove between defenders and muscled his way to the 10 and finger rolled it right in. He said, I think that's why playoffs are so nice, so interesting, because you don't care how tired you are. You don't care about minutes, foul, shots, percentage. You just want to win. Some plays today, we weren't playing good defense sometimes, but you can win it every kind of possible way. LeBron finished with 40, 10, and 9 dimes after uh, the highest scoring postseason half of his career. But they couldn't stop the Nuggets. And it was Denver's sixth straight win overall. And as I said earlier, LeBron missed that last shot in the final seconds with Gordon getting a piece of it. And unless Boston wins tonight in Miami, Denver will host the eight-seeded Heat to open the NBA Finals starting June 1st. LeBron said about the Nuggets, me and AD were just talking in the locker room. We came to the consensus. This is one of the best teams, if not the best team, we've played together for all four years. So the Nuggets were the best team they faced ever when they played together. He said, just well orchestrated, well put together. They have scoring. They have shooting. They have playmaking. They have smarts. They have length. They have depth. And one thing about their team, when you have a guy like Jokic, who as big as he is, but 
also as cerebral as he is, you can't really make many mistakes against a guy like that. The Lakers wiped out a seven-point deficit, but Joker hit a 25-foot bomb, fading away three. It was absolutely ridiculous, and it went in, of course, because he does that. Davis got two free throws to tie it with 113 left, but Jokic had the bucket that won it. Gordon had 22 in the game as well for Denver. I thought he played fabulously. Michael Malone, the coach of the Nuggets, said for that game to go down to the wire and for the ball to be in LeBron's hands, those seconds were an eternity. When the buzzer went off, it was almost surreal for a second. Couldn't be more proud of this group. So proud. AD scored 10 of his 21 in the fourth quarter and added 14 rebounds. Austin Reeves scored 17 for the Lakers, who were swept in a playoff series for the 11th time in history, including nine best-of-seven series. They're 0-9 when they were down 0-3, they were 0-8, and now they're 0-9 because they can't win a game. When they're down 0-3, they get beat every time. Ham, the coach of the Lakers, said nothing but love and respect for the Denver Nuggets. Love the way they play and what they are about. We also saw ways that I think we have an opportunity to do something special here also, and we've just got to build off of this. When you're down 15, you had to respond, and the Nuggets did. Uh, they had a 36-16 third quarter. They went off on the Lakers. Contavious Caldwell, Pope, the former Laker, finished with 13. You know, the Nuggets have yet to trail in any series. They're 8-0 and in Denver, 10-0 and since March, 12-3 and overall in the postseason. That is sick. And, you know, the other big game last night, the Canes found themselves in a massive 0-3 hole after the Panthers beat him one zip on Bobrovsky's 32-save shutout, the first postseason shutout of his career. And they did it in Sunrise in South FLA with all of that gorgeous hunk, hunk, hunk. Rod Brindamore, the coach of the Canes, was livid after Gostasphere uh, got a stick in his face from Reinhardt. No call late in the game. Brindamore said, it's tough for me. I could go on all day on that. We got called for three knick-knack penalties on sticks to the hand, especially when they stopped the play after Gostasphere was hit. I don't understand that. You stop it because you saw a high stick. Why are you stopping the play then? I don't know. No explanation. Just move on. Through three games, the Canes forwards have failed to produce one even-strength goal. And Carolina has been outscored 6-3. to Brindamore said, how are you not frustrated? There's times when you lose and you're frustrated because you get beat. But it feels like we're losing, but we're not really getting beat. And that's where it's just frustrating as hell. The Florida Panthers have now won 10 of its last 11 playoff games. They can advance to the... Club's first Stanley Cup final since 96 with a win over Carolina in game four tomorrow night in Sunrise. Alexander Barkov left with seven minutes left in the first period after a hip check. He's now questionable to return uh, with a lower body injury. No update on Barkov's status after the game. He had 
four goals and 12 points in 14 postseason games before game three. He had two goals and an assist in the first two games against Carolina in Raleigh. I mean, this guy Bobrovsky's been unbelievable. He's been just shutting down Carolina. I mean, it doesn't matter. Uh, the guy has a 9.78 save percentage, 97% in the series so far. They have to win tomorrow night to force a game back in Raleigh. Brenda Moore said, it's been three games. You can't do much more. We like how we're playing, clearly. It's just we got to find a way to put one in the net. It really is incredible, all these sweeps. Even Vegas is up, two on Dallas. The Nuggets swept the Lakers. The Heat have a chance to sweep the Celtics. I mean, you can't even make this stuff up. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts.